0: welcome 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 to interesting enough. He is Trey Samuel I'm Nolan Todd. Thank you guys for joining us once again on the pod. Um, obviously if this is your first time like I always say, please like and subscribe. Um, we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify obviously follow us on Instagram for more content. Um, we'll drop all those links um, in every post that we have but uh, before we get started Trey, I got introduced our special guests, recurring guests, those who are avid listeners of the pod. Not only do they like this guest, they expect him to come back. Uh, majority of the time, when we do bring a guest, you guys know what it is. JP, man, what's going on? Thanks for coming back. Thank y'all for having me back, man. Let's get to it. Always, man. Trey, what's going on, man? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I mean, we just came off watching these basketball games. We're gonna get to that in a little bit, obviously. We're going to get to the second round in the playoffs. We're going to get to winning time. We got JP caught up on winning time, so we're going to get into what's been going on with that. But Trey, I know we wanted to talk about a little bit of music here. We'll get into Future's album drop in a second. But what's going on with the Mac Miller case? Because I read a little bit about it, but I know you have a little bit more details.
1: Yeah, so um, a little bit of a deeper topic, but uh, Mac Miller, you know, the famous rapper and musician, he died a couple of years ago uh, from a drug overdose. And uh, his <laughs> drug dealer... Just went to court, I think, last week, and they were sentenced to 11 years in prison for mm-hmm. um, providing him, I think, with cocaine, heroin, amongst some other drugs that ultimately, ultimately led to his fatal overdose. And on uh, some of the discussions online had kind of centered around, should the drug dealer have gotten so much time, if any, depending on who you talk to online, but most say he should have gotten some time. But she, should he gotten that much time in prison for just being a drug dealer? When text and emails and other documentation show that Matt Miller was looking for the drugs, had asked him for the drugs and sought it out, you know. So it was just kind of a more of a discussion about who's at fault in this situation or if the drug dealer is at fault. Are we doing too much legally to bind him for this fault? Like is 11 years too much for the crime?
0: OK, so just a quick follow up to it. So to be clear, because you have a little bit more details on it just from what we're hearing it, this isn't a case where mac miller was requesting all these drugs it wasn't like a case of where it's like you try to get like weed and it's like laced or something right it's like just well, just to be clear or we, or do we not know
1: no 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 the drugs did have fat and all in it No. okay so they, i don't want to say they were laced but, th- but this is
0: this is not he's not knowing this according to a report like mac miller's not knowing this he's trying to get one thing and he's getting something else Basically, to, yes to break it no. down, it's kind of, it, it gets a little murky because okay. of the text.
1: Yeah, I don't want to go too much into details because, Matt's like they run out of drugs. If you read the text, it gets kind of murky. Okay, all right, but so it's, he, it's kind of leads you to believe that he might have had an idea that this was a little bit something else in it.
0: Okay, but but then again, we never know because it's messages. Obviously, correct. we're not going to hear from. Him. That's how it goes. So yeah, so that's a tough situation, right? Because like when I think about it, um, I don't know about you, JP, but I think about the the. The Michael Jackson situation, right? Like, that's what I normally think of. Um, and those obviously can read about details of the Michael Jackson case with the sleeping pills and what he was prescribed and, you know, an overdose and maybe not an overdose, things like that. So I think of those, I, I'm going to go with, you know, we don't know the full details, but I will say I think it's pretty standard. If it was something that he was not aware of and didn't want to do, I think that's messed up, right? And I think that I don't, I'm not a judge, I'm not a jury, but I think that's close to the equivalent of killing somebody. If, you know what I mean? You're not physically killing them, but if you're doing something without their knowledge, you know, that's you're handcuffing somebody. But I, I don't. I, that's kind of how I look at it. But obviously, it, with those, it's such a gray area, man. It's so hard to tell. I mean, I know, Trey, you and I are big Mac fans, but it, it's so hard to tell. And at the end of the day, it's, I mean, it's just an unfortunate situation regardless. But um, what do you feel about it, JP?
2: Yeah, just like you said, uh, that Michael Jackson case when they just – he had a prescription from a doctor to get sleeping pills. And then all of a sudden, we wake up the next day. We in school or something. And then I think it was like summertime, right? And then, Yeah, yeah summertime. Michael, August. Like, yeah, I remember it was August. Michael yeah. Jackson's dead. I think I was playing high school basketball, like summer league or something. I'm like, Yeah. a teammate looking like, bro, Michael Jackson's dead. I was like, no, he's not.
0: Yeah, um, you, you don't is, believe those it, things are
2: true. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And um because... What if the guy, the drug dealer might have been a fan and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna get Max something a little bit extra so he'll always come to me when he come back this way. We don't know. We really don't know. Mm.
1: But just- see, I think then it gets to that kind of like weird territory, like who's at fault? Because I know like Canada, obviously that's a different country, but I know there are, you know, so many drugs. You can go into centers where they will give you a clean syringe so you can shoot up heroin. Right. Because they think it's just safer because they say you're going to do it anyway. So at least let them give you safe utensils for the practice. And I guess it's just, it comes into consideration. Is that a method to attack drug addiction and drug use? Or is it, should we be sending everyone to prison with long sentences for being drug dealers and drug users?
0: Well, I think so. With that sentence, he, he's more going under that microscope just because, not that he's a drug dealer, it's because he's dealing something sure. that. It, it just, is it, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Trey, the case is a matter of if the person, if he knew what he was getting or not, right?
1: Correct. Like, so what, it, I didn't want to go into detail, but what it really is, is that he gave Max some, I think, Percocets that were uh fake, but from all the people who've done Percocet online, and it's quite a few, mm-hmm. they say- And, they and also always...
0: quite a few that are lying about doing it, but go ahead. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> but uh they were saying, you can always tell when it's a fake Percocet because you- Something about the look, and I don't know anything about it, but they said somebody who is probably an avid drug dealer. I mean, drug user like Matt Miller would have known.
0: I think that's 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 a reach. I mean, but that's, yeah. that's I, hard it feels like to a like, reach,
1: but then I'm not a drug user like an avid. So I, I, mean, I wouldn't know, right. you
0: know? Right. Maybe, maybe that's the case. But that's also like, I mean, not to equate it to something this small, but. It's like, well, I wear a bunch of Jordans and I have a bunch of real Jordans and I should be able to tell one pair is fake. Like, that, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who's to know that one person's mindset? You know what I mean? Like, that. that's kind of hard. Correct. So I think, you know, in terms of the case, it's really hard to tell only himself or the dealer and Mac really will ever know, right? Like, what it actually is, what the intentions were. I'm sure... I mean, I'm sure either way, that guy's intention, even if it was a fake, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't trying to kill Mac Miller. Yeah, he wasn't know. trying to kill right, him. Right, right. <laughs> but like, you know, at the end of the day, like you got to be responsible if you're not being up front if that's what the case is, right? And I guess that's something that, um, you know, we just won't know. Now, that's that's the unfortunate part. And the the fort- There's two unfortunate parts about this. One, we'll never know about that. And then two, you know, we don't have Mac Miller. And th- that's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Correct. So, yeah. So that, that, that kind of makes a, a big deal for us. But Look, man, I mean, obviously, rest in peace to Mac Miller. We're huge fans. You know, we're we're always going to listen to his music, even if it comes out posthumously. But um, I do want to pivot a little bit uh, to an actual artist that just recently dropped. And all three of us actually didn't know that we were going to talk about this on the pile. We actually all three listened to the album. Uh, Let's talk about Future. Let's. I know we we pivot in. Let's get get toxic. I just want to say, when I listen to the Future album, I I didn't listen to it. So I didn't listen to it during the week, right? I got to work during the week. Don't want to really get toxic. You, you start listening to Future. It, it, you, just, you just start acting different. You think different. You do differently, right? You I don't, start I,
1: popping out yeah. babies left <laughs> and right. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that, but we've talked about Future before and uh, the contrast between him and Russell Wilson. Um, but <laughs> with the album, I listened to it only one time, through. I'm going to admit, I want to get you guys' reaction first. First, JP, what would you think about the album? And then, I guess, the swing to Trey. Um, just like your first... First, um, thoughts about the album, and I know it's only been a couple of days.
2: Um, I had gave it the you know, the one-time listen-through, and then I just got stuck on the one song, I think, Wait For You or something like that, with Drake, featuring Drake. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm low-key. I, I need another listen-through, because like y'all said, I was thinking, I'm like, all right, it's time to get toxic. It's time to treat these women, like, terribly. That's what I was trying to get <laughs> to that note. I was going to
0: you, but... I do need another listen to, but there's only like one song I really listen to at this moment. So there's probably one song that's going to be on your regular rotation as of now. As of now, it's going to be okay. And then Trey, how about you?
1: I mean, my thoughts on it like, I mean, just last week, GQ called Future, you know, the greatest rapper of his generation. So, um,
0: wait, excuse me, excuse me, what? Who said that? Where? GQ.
1: Y'all didn't see that article? GQ, the magazine? Yeah. Okay. Well, we can we can we can we can tackle okay, that. Later. I had to get count. Okay. Wait.
0: So what wait hold on. That- He's bigger than Drake. Wait wait. Okay. I'm gonna say what's his generation. I know you don't want. I know I'm gonna let you finish, Trey. I'm gonna. This is on my Kanye. I'm gonna let you. Yes.
1: Typing in Google right now. It says GQ future. and Future is the best rapper alive. Wait 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 wait.
0: That you said two different things. That's what they said. Best- yeah yeah. Hold on. You said two different things. Did they say future's the best rapper alive or the best rapper of his generation?
1: Well, it says the best rapper alive when when you read. And within the article, it says like within a generation for the last ten years.
0: So, okay, so okay, will yeah, summarize the article.
1: You... But it, the title is "Future is the best rapper alive."
0: Okay, well, clearly that's not true. But I mean, we could have an argument about the last ten years. But go ahead, Trey. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish your thought before <laughs> I even go. Just am I'm like, I'm at the end the pod. But yeah.
1: <laughs> so my point with saying that is, I came in with high expectations. And I left kind of disappointed, but I wasn't surprised because I never considered Future to be the best rapper alive at any point in his career. And like JP said, I listened to it one time through. I like one song. It's the song with Drake. He has, I think, two songs. He has with Drake. two songs
0: with Drake. I was going to say, yeah, to be yeah. specific. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but just one of them is like Wait For Me or something like JP said. Wait For You. Yeah. Yeah. Wait For You. That's the only one I like. Outside of that, I was just like, you know what? This is more the same as Auto Tune. It sounds like Jimi Hendrix. Like it's a good sound if you like that sound, but I've just never been crazy for that sound, so it was just more the same. But obviously a lot of people do like that sound if he's the best rapper alive. So hey, if you like this sound, hey, first of all, um,
0: stop saying that. Okay. I'm sorry. i sorry. I let that slide multiple times. Please stop saying that. Okay. No, no disrespect, but what's I should say? How do they say it respectfully? Come on, like please let's not do this. But I just want to say but um just a couple things. For first time running through, these are just my initial thoughts I was thinking. Just halfway through the album, I was like, all right, a lot of these songs sound similar. Now, again, Future is not the only artist that I think about this. Like, sometimes I listen to Gunna and a couple of artists, and there's, like, a lot of the songs just sound the same. So I'm not just exclusively just to him, right? Then I was like, all right, let's look at the features." Now, I will say that the song with Drake and Thames was really good, the Wait For You song. I like the second song. I'm on one. I just don't like it as much as the first one, so I'm with you guys on that without getting specific. Um, you can miss me with the whole track with Kanye. You could just—it's called "Keep It Burning." He could have kept that. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I didn't really need that one. Yeah. So, but most of the other songs are are cool. Like a couple of them are like a gym vibe stuff like that. Um, you know. But other than that, I I, my main takeaway was this kind of sounded similar. But I will say this, Trey, I didn't have high expectations because the album that he listened that he dropped, uh, I guess, a couple years ago, the I think it was High for Life, or I mean, I'm getting the name wrong. I wasn't a fan of that one, and I was ready, kind of, out in the future. And when and when I think about future, I think he's just in the past. Like that that's kind of what I think about with him. So um, with with future, I sometimes listen to him in this album and I'm like, I feel like his moment is gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he had a stranglehold and I guess for our era, it's like we were all in college at the time of the future era, right? Like with like yes. the March Madness and like and that was a vibe, everybody's listening to it. You know what I mean? Like I would go. If you read is it too late. Right, 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 right. Um, um, what a time to be alive. You mean stuff like that, like so. Yeah, yeah, my bad. What a
1: time to be alive. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I feel like every a lot of artists have moments, and uh, and I think look, I don't know uh, the time frame, but I mean he probably had a stranglehold. I mean we're talking three, four years, right? Like future was the guy. So I mean, but how how deep
1: was the stranglehold? Was he? He, was he one of the guys? I, I, I can agree with that, but I don't think he was ever. There was D a guy. couple of
0: years stretch with that Dirty Sprite, too, and stuff, Era He was probably, the, he's the hottest guy in the game. You think like so? A, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, because you got to think. And, and you oh, know, wow. we talked about this with the Jack Harlow. It, it crossed multiple spectrums. Not only do you, he, he's, um, I mean, he didn't have, he had the big commercial success, but then he's like dating Sierra, right? Like, he's a big artist. felt like something.
1: he was harder than Drake, period, at any point.
0: I think there was a time you could have made the argument, because when when those two, okay, so not to we haven't talked about this too much on the pod but like you know when we talk about those collaborative albums correct i think um what's the what um watch the throne so kanye and jay-z i think the drake in um future one was as good as that one or like got really close to that like and usually collaborative albums i'm not a big fan of because it usually just it downplays it it's like usually expectations are not great and usually sometimes you get them when they're past their prime you know like Remember, and this is going off on a tangent. Remember when we got, like, Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather? We got that yeah. fight, but we really got that way too late. You know what I mean? They weren't in their prime anymore. When we got Drake and Future, Drake and Future were in their prime. Like, you got two prime rappers. Jay-Z and Kanye were like, I mean, Jay-Z, I mean, it was a little bit older, but you can kind of, I can make an argument that's still kind of their prime in a way. So we got them in their prime, and they delivered. The expectation was high, and they delivered. After that, um, he had did have that stranglehold on the actual, like, not even just a hip hop game, I would say music in general. He's doing a lot of features and stuff like that. But I look at him now and I, I just feel like he missed his moment. I feel like his moment is, oh, sorry, he didn't miss his moment. He sees his moment, but I feel like that uh, that moment is gone. It, it's the little baby and Jack Harlow, whoever you want to call, era. That's the way I look at it. So it's it, to me when I look, look to listen to him, I'm just listening to him off of respect, off of this is future. You know, I got to give him one listen to. Him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I get a yeah, solid
1: get, foundation, but she's not yeah. like new that you want to hear.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got to give them the one style list too. But it's not like if Future is featured on a song, I'm not running to the song, but you would have done it five, six years ago, right? Like if Future was featured on someone's song where he was on the hook, you know? I feel that way a lot about even Migos. You know what I mean? Like they missed, they, they seized their moment and that's kind of it. And I, I don't, I think that's okay. I don't want what, that to be like a negative. Okay.
1: okay, so JP, let's take you back to basketball. It's 2015, y'all in the locker room. Who, what, what music are you listening to? Who do you think you're listening to? Future.
2: Anything that get us hype. Anything. Future? Yeah. <laughs> but future, who is that? Who Drake, is that? Like 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 Nola said, it you we caught them both in a prime. So you could catch either Drake had hype songs that was not like it was he was past that singing songy part of his career. You could have mm-hmm. got future, you could have got Migos, you could have got you could have literally got anybody. Yeah. You, in the locker room, you getting hype and you're like, all right, let me lock in now. Like, okay, but like, well,
1: let's let's go back to that point. Was future bigger than Amigos? Because I'm happy you said that. Ooh, because I'm not. I'm not but, sure he's the, if
0: he man, was. Why are you trying to put
2: this Atlanta Atlanta crime right now? Like, yeah, first
0: so, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm. I'm. This is kind of a cop out trade, but they're a group. I feel like that's kind of sometimes hard to compare with just an individual. I'm just gonna be. I know it's kind of a cop out, but they are a group. And Migos kind of did something that was a little different to me. They brought groups back. Look, ain't no no more jodices and all that other stuff. I know it's R&B, but they brought, like, groups back. We didn't think at that point that groups could be this successful. And you know what we all thought. Oh, they're going to beef. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, they're going to break up. Something's going to happen. And to be fair, they never did. They went off and did their own individual thing. But it wasn't, like, a beef or anything like that. They came back and still did collaborative work. So, But I feel like that moment, man, like, for Culture, that first Culture album, I'm going to say Future had a bigger run just because, he had multiple, a multiple, I guess whether it was an album or mixtape, he had a multiple album mixtape run. As opposed to Migos was like that year and a half, two years of just like riding off that one wave from that one album. I know you was talking about Migos and that album,
2: but I'm like, monster type did numbers on the street, bro. And that was a mixtape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I, at the end of the day, Future, like I said, Future's in the past. I think he was. I think he, he was. I, I like, I'm being real. Look, it was all right. You know what I'm saying. I, I, maybe I'll listen to it again. But look, man, we got Kendrick Lamar coming up. All this stuff. Kendrick Lamar's coming up. Oh, I forgot. Trey, your boy Jack Harlow's coming up. Oh, you go. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me be fair. Let me be fair. <laughs> Jack Harlow's coming up. I just found out before we just started pod that he's dropping an next week. That's how much you could tell. I'm. I'm. Trey, are you? First of all, are you over the first class? Are you over the? The first class and the and the Fergie and all of that because I'm over that I'm over. But well, first
1: of all, I never did really care for the song, and I'm happy you brought this up. I like Jack Harlow, but I I like his music that he had when he was first coming out because the first time I heard about okay. him, it was on World Star Hip Hop, and he had a song called "Dark Night," and this is probably like 2017,
0: 2016, and he had a, another, a couple other songs to follow. This one, he still had the glasses, no beer, when he didn't, when, not without the glow up when he didn't glow up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I like right. what he was doing then. And it wasn't. If you go back and listen to it now, you have to put your mindset in that he was like seventeen and rapping. You like, oh, there's potential there, but so it's you, not the greatest song in the world. But it's like there's potential. But now I feel like he's getting into that pop like rap stage, where he's like his albums really aren't saying anything. He was actually trying to say a couple of things in some of his early works. It might so have he, not been that deep. He might not have been as quite as talented or proficient in it, um, in hip hop at that point. But he was trying at least.
0: Okay, so you you feel like he's losing a little bit of substance, which happens.
1: Correct. I feel like he's becoming more mainstream. I know that's the word that we all hate. We want to be like the underground rapper. You know, we want him to stay the same. I just feel like he's becoming more mainstream, but it's going to help him as far as popularity goes. So
0: I was going to say, I was just about to ask, because I was going to ask JP, don't you think from based on what we talked about last time, he's probably chasing that, right? Like, he's probably chasing that mainstream success. And... Uh
2: Potential is start to be develop into like actual work now, like, and that's mm-hmm. what he wanted mainstream. So now he's trying to, like,
0: like future. He's trying to capitalize on his moment. So you can't I, hate him for that. Nope, no, I can't hate him for that at all. I mean, look. Look, as soon as I saw him going on vacation with Drake, I was like, Yeah, but he's trying to capitalize on this. That that vacation looked, I would not vacation looked weird to me anyway. But <laughs> but I mean as soon as I saw him going on vacation, I was like, okay, I see what we doing here. Right, nice. But Drake is trying to
1: capitalize too, because Drake is doing what he always does. When he sees a new wave coming, he hops on.
0: That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Even though he doesn't have to, even though he does not technically have to, but he doesn't,
1: but it's not that's what keeps him relevant.
0: But if I'm gonna be real do you think Drake does it on purpose, or I, I just feel like Drake is just so yes. friendly? no No, he
1: he's done it too many times at this point. Yes. Oh, you think you it's strategic?
0: No, no, no. Nothing, like, or, nothing organic about it at all. Like, yeah, because like, I think he's just sometimes like a friendly guy. Like, all right, I no, know, no. no. I, think I think about 2017. He's Canadian, you know. You know, they're friendly. Like, I mean, I just think he's a friendly guy. No, he's no, no. Think about twenty seventeen.
1: He starts making all that like Jamaican house kind of route.
0: Was, he's following I that. Know, man. It was two songs. Yeah, it was a couple songs. I mean, it, okay. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Views. Had a, had a nice yes. tinge of caribbean like that entire album oh no oh more life didn't either more life did too a little bit more life did like, too he, i
1: mean his future album the one he did with future you said future might have been the hottest at the time drake knows what he's doing like he's good at this he's strategic about it and he does it in a way where you can't say oh man you're just hopping up fast you're old you're out of place like, he still keeps up well enough where it's just like, okay, he's trying something new. That's what you tell yourself. But no, so he he gets on people's fast.
0: tracks and, and people's waves and makes it better? Yeah. yeah, Makes it sound better. Not, maybe not, it's not actually better, but makes it sound better. Okay. Maybe but he's he super famous them up too. when they shouldn't be
2: at the time, hop on a single, make it like the biggest thing ever, and then they don't make any good music moving forward. We're like, why did Drake do this? <laughs> I just left him in the dirt.
0: <laughs> Look, man, I mean... That's probably true, but I mean, look, I, like I said, we'll, I'm Trey, I'm, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for Jack Harlow because I do want to see if he has some substance to the album now, since you mentioned that. Obviously, we got Kendrick coming up. None of y'all listen to Pusha, though. I, no, no one even talked about the Pusha T album. I guess I'm I tried why. to
1: listen to a little bit of it. And what'd you think? <clears throat> I like, listen, again, when I was talking about Future, it's more the same with Pusha. It's like, okay, it's a lot of coke rap about, okay, I had to, you know, cut it up, put it on a scale, <laughs> had to put some bacon powder
0: in it that wasn't like, the whole album don't do that that wasn't the whole album don't
1: that, do not do not pushing no like that
2: don't do pushing like that man this is the time of streaming time i was about to give my,
0: my one through listen to man you
2: making me think
0: oh man he's just selling drugs on the street i don't need to do this listen listen about that life i'm gonna be fair <laughs> it's pushes it's pushes It pushes content a lot of that yes but that's kind of what you go Look, well, this, and i'm not Pushin saying anything gr- wrong with it's that like, it's gritty and grimy like I, the same way we talk about future we got to get toxic like push it you got to get grimy you know what i'm saying like it's like in the mud like that's how that's how i feel like when i listen to well i'm excuse me, when i listen to push it so i don't think it was it i look i will say in the past oh for sure most of the content was like that i will say he's evolved a little bit i mean i thought the album for the best part was was pretty good i thought it was better than futures i will say that Thought it was better than Future's album if we're just looking on a comparisons um sheet here. And I, but I didn't think it was better than his last project. I thought Daytona, those seven songs, no, Daytona those, was better. I thought Daytona was a banger, like you know what I mean, just like in terms of the beats and production, and everything. But this last one, he said he got it produced just by Pharrell and just by Kanye. That that's as best as you can get, you know what I'm saying, with the production. So I, and
1: again, it wasn't the production that threw me off, it was more the substance. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, I'm just saying, I think, me personally just on the side note, to get a little deeper, I think I'm getting to that point in my life where I'm like, you know, every I don't want to hear a whole album just about coke selling. Like I just don't. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I know people do that, but I'm just like, I don't want to hear a whole album album about it at this point. Not
2: a 40-year-old talking about
1: it. My bad. My bad. I mean, I think he talked... Did he ever sell coke? Like, like, was he ever a drug dealer? Well, uh,
0: apparently, I mean, I wasn't with him, but from what he says, yes. And... Also, that was, a I know, a part of contention that Drake took a stab at, you know, when they were having their beef, and when Drake took the L, that was something that oh, he brought yeah, no,
1: Drake to the L. Yeah. I'm happy you said
0: that. I mean, he did. He did. It happens. Look, Jay-Z all took L's. I mean, people, great ones take L's. So, you know what I mean? It, it's it's fine. But look, man, I mean, music aside, I mean, we got to talk about a little bit of basketball while we here. I mean, I, I don't even know where to start with the playoffs, but we just, I mean, as recording this, we just watched, I'd say... One great game, uh, another pretty good game. So, I, I w- what I really want to ask is just a little bit overarching. I mean, and for those who don't know, I'm referencing, I'm referencing the Grizzlies Warriors series. I'm referencing the uh, the Bucks and the Sussex. I just wanted to mention this because we're running through a lot of injuries, right? And and that's what we're going to talk about. And obviously, my heat are going to be possibly the beneficiary of one of the injuries. Is this playoffs? gonna be marred by injuries more than they are normally because because i don't know if i'm just feeling like this because of recency bias or if this is actually what it is i i want to swing into jp first like because i'm looking at these playoffs sometimes in a way and it's looking a little bit tainted with a lot of these injuries um that's been coming up even dating back to the first round so i mean what, what's your feeling on that does it take away from you actually like you know enjoying the playoffs and like feeling like the best teams actually winning?
2: Injuries Uh, are a part of the game, I would say. mm But you can't, like, take it away from him. Because if we're doing that, are we still counting Giannis's last year? It was injuries on on the Phoenix side. And we found out Chris Paul's whole right hand couldn't even even use it. It
1: I mean, he did take some hurt. I mean, he didn't get the full acknowledgement for the championship, I feel like, from a lot of people because of that. But, yeah, you can go on. I don't know who didn't acknowledge that. It was well, It was just whispers like people were just making excuses. Man, like, oh. Look, look,
0: man, get off that reddit, all right? Like these people like <laughs> who was all <laughs> talking about not getting this guy credit for Patel. He just dropped 50 points in the closeout game and was dunking on everything and blocking everything. I don't know what they talking look,
1: about. Look, I ain't say that. That wasn't me. I give him full credit, but yes. People were saying that, man. But, but yeah, I, so I guess with J. Yeah, well those are a part
2: yeah. of the playoffs. I think a lot of them are happening early on in the playoffs. Usually, this happens like, like the amount of injuries we're seeing would usually pile up starting this round mm-hmm. and like second round. But right. starting from the first round, I'm like, man, it's too soon. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you got to win 16 games to win the whole thing. So, like, if you in round one already half your team that got hurt or a couple of your star people aren't even there, and you got to wait till round three before one of them can read really the show back up,
0: right? Look can tell. Yeah. So yeah, I, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, I, I don't know for you, Trey, is it affecting the way, like, are you feeling like these outcomes are going to be the best team or is it just a team like a war of attrition kind of thing?
1: Well, I think it's always been a little bit of war of attrition and I think it's going to be the best team still at the end because they were able to survive and maintain throughout this war of attrition. It's like, okay, this team lost a player, but they were so good that they were able to withstand losing that player and still... Win the championship. What I will say, though, is I think on a bigger picture, I do think the NBA, they're not going to want to do this because of the financial constraints from the owners and from the players union. But I do think they need to cut down the season, maybe to like 72, 70 games, just so people, players will have less wear and tear and we would get a better product in the playoffs. Or, or how interest. about
0: even maybe the first round going best of five, something like that? I mean, I don't know you know, I maybe be so but that's only five. two games that's only that's only yeah, that used to, to be best of
2: five um, yeah
0: that's or, a three maybe
2: i mean it's gonna cut into the WNBA, but you might just go on here and start the season earlier that way you cut out all these back to backs, or when like stuff stuff like that happens
1: right? and i am fine with that too i think i think they just need to do something because i think just at the pace of the play and the way the game is played today i just think that you're going to continue to see major major injuries plaguing each playoffs and it's just it doesn't make for a better product at the end of the day
0: and i know for them and without getting too deep i mean they don't want to start the season earlier part of the reason you don't, they don't want it to bleed into the football season right you know just with the ratings and stuff like that i know that's it's not as big of an issue as it was before but it's still something to consider you know what i mean i mean I mean, even when you talk about i mean i just watched the nfl draft and there was playoff games going on you know what i mean like it's the first round of nfl draft am i watching that am i watching the <laughs> playoff game you know what i'm saying like Personally, my team wasn't playing, so I felt I'm a, you know, equal opportunity employer here, so I'll, I'll go to the draft and watch a little bit. But my team also didn't have a draft pick, so I'm like, all right, let me see what the playoffs got going on. You feel me? So, like, it's kind of the same way with those things. It, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at these playoff games. I mean, we saw a great game today. I mean, Jaw Steph, I mean, that's going to be a great series. You know what I'm saying? It, just, it looks like it's going to go down to the wire. I guess what we can hope is, you know, look, I want to mention this. I'll go off the topic real quick. We talked about this whole thing being excited for the playoffs, but when I look back at the first round, it was kind of trash. We didn't get any game yeah. sevens. Okay. Nah. Every team, there was no upsets. Every team we expected to win. Look, all the all the Q stuff, Jose Alvarado, this and that. He's sitting that right at home with you and me. So Dang. we didn't actually get we didn't actually get like, you know, we got a couple of nice games, but we, I'm trying to I'm trying to see some game sevens. I'm trying to see some big performances. I'm trying to see some 50 balls. Like I, I gotta I gotta see some more. You know what I mean? Obviously not against my team, but just, you know, for everybody else's team. I mean, I'd rather just take a sweep. But, you know, how it is what it is. Uh, T-Wolves
2: mean, in Memphis had a good potential to be game seven, but, you know, I don't know what's up with T-Wolves. They, they start out strong. Yeah, the T-Wolves are free smoke.
0: They're just free smoke. And then, oh and then next
2: thing you know, they down 20. I'm like, how's that a 40-point swing? You were just <laughs> up 20. I changed the channel because I thought the game was over.
0: Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, it's just crazy watching, watching them. Pull. But I mean, it's going to be exciting. And I know Trey, we'll probably talk about this with uh, Trey JP. We'll talk about this later on. We were talking about this off the pod, just, you know, who are going to be some of the next stars in the league. Right. And, you know, we really liked what we saw to Anthony Edwards, you know what I'm saying? He had a great, you know, playoff run, I would say, you know what I mean? And, and that's got a guy that's potential. And I think it was cool for him to get the national attention, um, trade it to, for something like that because I know we were talking about that. I mean, who's watching a lot of Timberwolves games? Nobody.
1: No, no, nobody. And I think that was a great point. I think it was good for him to get national attention as long along with the Timberwolves to get national attention. Uh, you're still plagued by that same problem, though. If you think about the playoffs right now, and you think about the best players you watch, it's still Giannis. It was still Luka, and it was still Jokic. And nothing's wrong with that because all those players are named are young, but none of those players are American born. So you still facing that issue where we don't have a lot of American players, that seems like they're going to take that next step to kind of carry the league. And, uh,
0: but, but but, you know, but Trey, I mean, I think, I mean, I would say a foreign player can carry the league just fine.
1: I think they can carry just fine, but I don't think they're going to carry it to the same extent that a Kobe Bryant or LeBron James or Michael Jordan carried it. So from a money financial standpoint, I don't think the league cares that it can carry it fine. Then they want somebody that can carry it up to that same level.
0: So uh, I I here's think- the thing.
2: Go ahead, JP. I think a foreign player could because they want to be global anyway, so you're trying to get people in other markets to actually watch. So, like when Giannis is playing, you got literally all of Greece watching. And if he, if he's what, if he were the one, you know, you would add what country he was from watching, yeah, even Luka. Uh, it may be a small country that he came from, but like you want to, you want to get the global brand of it with that foreign player being like the best player is good, but I think I only kind of care when it's, I like Olympic time and like, if you got Giannis by himself beating 12 NBA players, that's when I got the problem. I'm not going to lie. That's when <laughs> I would have a problem. I'm like, bro, if you if I got like people like, like main brand like KD, Steph Curry, Dane Lillard, all of them on one team and then it's just Giannis and his four other brothers, and they beat us, <laughs> like, brother, you know how heated I will be. <laughs> but, so I know, get it where you want, like, the best player in the world to be an American guy, but, like, the right. only time I'm really, like, trying to – I need it be the best player in the world to be American
0: is Olympic time, but well, I don't I, I, know. I want to say, JP, because you brought up a good point. The league does want it to be international, right, and that's the goal. Yeah. However, to what, Trey, where you were talking about, the reason I disagree is because I think it's less about where they're from. I think it's about how they play. So I'm looking at players and it's like, what's exciting, right? Jordan was exciting because he can, he was super athletic. He was doing things we've never seen jump out the gym. LeBron is this big, huge locomotive. He's almost like a superhero in the way he can move, right? Jeff I, I Curry
1: was shooting Steph, threes like nobody correct, else.
0: Correct, right? So I think it's the game, right? So when I look at the game, like we had talked about off of the pod, that's what's a little bit more concerning because look, as great as Luca is, we're all basketball heads, right? We're hoopers. That's what we like to – we like to get to the X's and O's, as people heard from this pod. Like, we like him going – you know, using a screen and roll and snaking the screen and going through and this and that. People that I just said on this pod that we are just lost them. I just lost them by even saying this. Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's doing things where he's, you know, being physical, bummed, but it's not an aerial assault. It's not necessarily super lethal from three – it's just a complete mastery control of the game. And
1: I feel the same way about Jokic and Giannis, and that's a great point. I think they're both great yeah. at the games, but neither one of those are like, you're not going to want to watch them. Like Let's say we had never seen basketball before and somebody took us to a basketball game and we saw Michael Jordan in front of us. We're still going to be ooh in and all and just from what we see him being able to do. With but, Giannis, Jokic, and Luka, it's kind of a different story. It's just kind of like...
0: See, okay. see but, but Giannis is different to me, though. So Jokic and... And and or not be Jokic and uh, Luca are different in terms of the way they game. At least Giannis is, is is supremely athletic, and he's almost like a superhero because of how big and how long and how strong he is. But
1: see, I that think... kind of always hurts is because this is from an artist, um, optics perspective. Even though he's super athletic, athletic, it's like he's almost every toss. And when you see him dunk, it doesn't quite look like he's just flying through the air like Kobe J- Jordan. Or even way I, I somebody. I'm, that I'm thinking
0: not, I'm really not thinking him flying I'm thinking when he takes those long stride and it takes two dribbles and he gets under court and dunks it. Like I'm thinking those yeah, oh, he, he takes two to. dribbles from half and he had the free throw line he take off and dunk, Like Yeah. Like Trace, I, I almost think about it as like let's not think about it as as Kobe and Jordan and LeBron. Let's think about it more like Shaq. That's how I'm looking at it, where it's like, yo, this thing is just so what is this thing? It's so dominant. But you know see, I would saying? even
1: say Shaq is more entertaining just because of his personality for one. We all already know, like he was just big and jovial. So he, his per- personality but, attracted a lot of people. But, but also, but, just but Giannis he, broke, do- he broke backboards. Like he literally took down backboards. But, but okay, like, but so-
0: it, it's gonna be different. Like it, it's, I'm not saying it's exactly like Shaq, this is like the 2022 version of Shaq, like the hybrid version where it's like, it's more fit. It's like, yeah, he's not doing like in, in music videos, he's not rapping, but this, you know, Giannis has got an infectious smile. Giannis, I know it's not him breaking backboards, But, I mean, he's running through dude's chest and dunking just with the same ferocity on the court. And off the court, he's this lovable guy. I know the difference between him and Shaq is Shaq is funny and and pranking people and pulling people's pants down. Giannis is making dad jokes, right? Like, that's the difference between them two. But it's like, what's more infectious to people? And, like, I I think Giannis has that, you know what I'm saying, where he's likable. I think he's got to be a little bit more marketed in that way. Because to your point, Trey, because Shaq was doing other stuff, he was marketed in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm not saying that Giannis can't do that. I'm just saying that he's just not marketing in that, that way. And I don't know what the reason for that would be. He playing yeah. in Milwaukee? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I mean, I don't know if that it, matters as much anymore. But that's a really good point. I mean, what if he's playing in New York? You know, we'll they gonna in market way. him
2: any and every kind of way. Right. Like he gonna hit every market if he's yeah. playing for the Knicks.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, at the end of the day, do you do you guys think it would have been different if Jordan wasn't playing in Chicago, if he was playing in Portland? I, I mean, I don't know. If he was playing in Charlotte? Because, I, I mean, at, the, at that He time, might
1: not be quite as big. I mean, he would be big, but he might not be quite as big.
2: I think uh, Chicago's, Chicago's colorway helped him, too, because, like, come on, man, that red <laughs> – I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, bro, like – I read, yeah, no, I read Portland, black stuff. Portland, Portland, Portland has red. I get it, but like, I think he, that he would have had the problem that like LeBron had. It. He's playing at like eleven o'clock on the East Coast. Like, ain't nobody
0: about to stay up and watch him. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's a good point. I mean, we're gonna get into that. Um, you know, more. I mean, I love talking about those overarching topics, especially who's gonna be running the league. I want to talk about it definitely in the off season, but before we get out of here. I mean, it's not, it's not unlike the Interested Enough podcast if we don't bring up winning time. And the last time we brought this up, and for those who don't know, winning time is obviously a documentary. If you haven't watched it, it's on HBO Max. Go ahead and watch it and catch up. JP, you caught up. Me and Trey have been talking about this. We got you to get on the show. What, what, what is your reaction? We just got to know. Because I, I know how, how him and I feel about it. How do you feel about it?
2: At the beginning of this show, was wild. I, <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. Bro, I, I was like, it, this is not how the organization was ran. And you know, you got that, they got that disclaimer at the back. This is very dramatic, dramaticized. Yep. Like this, th- these, some of these events are real, but like over the top. And I suggest, drama. Like, man, this is wild. But then like you get to like episode 40, you're like, man, this is a good show. Like it got yeah. legit points. Um, You be forgetting sometimes that uh, Magic literally is more than a guy that just smiled at people. Yeah, And then I didn't think, you know, I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't think him and uh, Kareem had, like, a legit problem with each other. But, like, sometimes looking like Kareem, be ready to, like, punch him in his face. And I get it. (laughs) He a rookie. Like, I would get that. And even, like, the last episode, Kareem talking to dude, dad, and his dad's like, bro, I don't know why my son's so happy. But, like, you know, if he get out of line, I don't care if he is I'm like. like, Check
0: him. Like, please. You be doing (laughs) me a (laughs) favor. I mean, yeah, I mean. I don't know about for you, Trey. I mean, I know parts of that, like, obviously we've talked about Jerry West and Magic being upset about it. I mean, I do know Kareem's demeanor from what people say. I mean, that was kind of treated more of a serious demeanor and Magic was kind of the opposite. But, I mean, for you, Trey, how much of it is affecting what you already knew about the situation? And it's like, because to me, it's kind of influencing, even though they're saying it's a drama.
1: Um. I don't think it's – okay, so we talked um last week about the Jerry West situation. I don't think it's influencing me where it's giving me any new ideas about the situation because, you know, you and me both – well, all three of us, we're kind of sports fanatics, especially when it comes to basketball, so none of these are really new ideas. Maybe new stories, but not new ideas. But I will say this one thing. It kind of just brings the light that these guys are kind of like regular-day humans like everybody else. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the marketing – yeah, like the marketing that Gatorade and Nike and whomever wants to give you McDonald's, you name it, you know, where they're like super, you know, like above human, like they don't really mess up. They don't have any kind of faults on their own. I kind of think it just kind of brings more to light. Like, no, they're kind of crazy as well. They're quirky. They have their little sticking points and they do dirt just like everybody else. And I think yeah. the show just does a really good job of kind of making light of it.
0: Well, they make a lot of it. All right. And a couple people ain't thinking it's so funny. So, I mean, I, I will say this because obviously we both are gonna continue we all gonna continue watching. Oh yeah, at the end I'm of the not day, stopping. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. No, I'm definitely
2: I'm watching this before Jerry West getting canceled. I promise you am to Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> I that's was right. trying to pay for yeah, it gonna... so
2: that way I still have it. Like I'm a pay Now I I'm like
0: Jerry West, getting this pulled off the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I don't know if it was JP or Trace said last time, but we might have to bootleg it because it might be off by the next time we record a pod. That's how that's how pissed off Jerry West is about it. Like he really not playing about that by his reputation, but what well, I will say this, I keep seeing the commercial, I don't know if you guys thought, for Magic's documentary that he's dropping. I noticed in the promo, he said it's just the real events and he capitalized real. Are you guys gonna watch that too? Cause I mean, I, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm still gonna watch the other one. I, I, what would I'm you guys watching be
2: them all. I'm watching them all. I gotta okay. see which one is <laughs> the best one for me. I'm like, right now the HBO one is the best. I'm like, man.
0: Is it just me or wasn't? I feel like this is kind of good promo for Magic Johnson's now because now people are going to have to go to this to see if there's actual events because of the, all the complaining. Yeah.
2: I think Magic Johnson's a winner in both ways. I know why you're being mad. I know why you're mad. They basically said, yeah, Magic was dumb. He was out here just sleeping with every woman. But, right. Uh, he won. He had a good smile. Remember, he always had a good
1: smile. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. They always bring that out. Yeah, they always bring that out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Trey. You going to watch the other one, too?
1: Yeah, and I, from what I've heard about it from people that have watched it, I mean, I just read some excerpts on it. But, um, you know, Magic, he's kind of honest uh, in his documentary that's on uh, Apple TV. I think, you know, one of the um, scenes he's talking about uh, how he would have his girlfriend sitting next to his mom's at a, at a basketball game, and he would have his, you know, now-to-be wife at the hotel, and he wouldn't let her come to the basketball games or whatever. And then how he tried to get AC Green to lose their virginity and how people would sneak in his room and magic would kick him out. And he would have like three or four women a day. Like he was honest about it. It wasn't like it kind of makes you believe what HBO is saying a little bit even more, honestly. And that's the kind of shocking part.
0: Wow. So it actually turned for you because and we talked about this before. It's like when you when the person that the documentary is about, when they gotta get the cosign, I'm always a little skeptical, like we were talking about with last dance, just because it's like you gotta give the cosign, how vulnerable are you really gonna get? And I think um, Trey, I don't know how JP felt about this, but we kind of agreed at that time. It was like, we thought Ma- Michael Jordan, even with last dance, was pretty vulnerable more than we probably expected. And if Magic's doing the same thing, I think that's, you know, at this point, there's been so many years that's passed by. I mean, how much can Magic Johnson's reputation really get hurt at this point? You know what I mean? Like, now Jerry West? Jerry West is a whole different story. Jerry West.
2: They <laughs> got bro, he might there. be my favorite character on there. Time, <laughs> like, I <ain't> gonna lie. <laughs> Like, would he be like, I can still see these nightmares? I'm like, bro, really? Like,
0: that long ago? Like, still? Yo, I guess when you won and eight in the finals, like, or whatever, yeah. is one and seven, one and eight, it's like, yo. I mean, I guess I heard that yeah. he got the one ring. It probably. You, you, you kept losing to the same team. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, but I heard a lot of people like Bob Ryan and stuff like that who actually cover some of these teams, like, yo. Jerry West was not throwing things through windows and all of that in the office. So it was all right. He, he had some, he had some issues, but he wasn't out there with that many anger issues. But um, he also has a book out too. that. I mean, well, I guess it's not, re- it's not a new book, but he's a book that he had talked about a lot of his personal demons and things um, in his life. So it actually intrigued me to maybe even read the book. So look, the Lakers got me on this whole kick. I got to be honest. They got me on this whole kick. I'm about to read about everybody at this point. probably got to gotta read. I'm sure Jeannie Bus got a book out there somewhere. All the stuff she saw with her dad. I wanna say Jerry West is complaining about how bad he looked. Um, I think I can make an argument Dr. Bus was the one looking Man what? I mean? what? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he didn't look good in this. Yeah, like,
0: and he's and he, and he, he passed like, away, so it's kinda He can't team, even defend
2: himself. He ain't know what he was doing. He like, I just feel like I should do this.
0: <laughs> Buy the and,
2: team and he's like, Yep, I did it. I bought a team. Hey, come on, women, this way, this way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, like. And like I said, he's not even here to actually defend himself. So, I mean, I feel like that's yeah. even tougher what Jerry West is actually here and he can, you know what I mean, comment on things and stuff like that. So, but no, man, I'm, I'm glad you watched I'm, I'm glad. We're going to keep watching. I'm happy about it. It's dropping once a week. I, you, you caught up pretty easily. It's an easy show to watch for those who haven't seen it. Um, you know, it's pretty entertaining. You don't have to be a basketball fan. Um, I mean, I know people that are watching it that don't really know too much about basketball besides the ball got to go in the hoop and they like it so I mean I would encourage anybody to watch it so that way you can keep up with us when we talk about it because I'm gonna be honest we're gonna drop some spoilers at this point if you haven't watched it it's about seven eight episodes in it's on you it's on you at this point you're just gonna have to skip ahead in the pot so that's just what it is but anyway I want to thank everyone so much for joining us like usual JP thank you so much for coming in man we, we, we're gonna have you on of course when we talk about the finals in basketball um, Trey of course you know what it is thanks so much for doing this like I said For those who are new or if this is your first time, second time, anytime, thank you. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook. We're going to drop all our content there, what we got coming up. Um, Keep an eye out for a lot of new content. Um, And obviously, we're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. All the links, we're going to drop it right on this actual pod as well when we drop it, uh, when we post it. Um, And then, Trey, I'll leave it to you.
1: Uh, Thank you so much again for listening. I hope you have a great week. Uh, please like and subscribe
0: peace